This episode of the Retail is Podcast is sponsored by Chesapeake Bank. For more than 122 years, Chesapeake Bank has been there for you, serving the Northern Neck, Middle Peninsula, Williamsburg, Richmond, and Chesterfield. Their team of banking professionals are your friends and neighbors, and they care as much about the community in which they live as you do. Visit chessbank.com for more info. Today, we are joined by Adam Dobbins from Grow Depot in Virginia Beach. Adam, welcome. Hey, Yuri, how's it going? Very good, actually. Um, thanks for being here. So let's get into a little bit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Grow Depot, uh, what it is you sell, where it is, and how long you've been open? Okay. Disclaimer, first podcast doing anything like this live, especially besides, you know, a couple of articles I've done. But anyhow, so uh, we are in Virginia Beach, Virginia, down near the oceanfront, uh, 2404 Virginia Beach Boulevard, Suite 110, uh, and that's uh, 23454. That's across from Lowe's near Great Neck and TJ Maxx area. So we have a really high traffic area. That's one of the highest sales TJ Maxx on the East Coast that um, Lowe's gets a lot more traffic than would uh, normal Lowe's because it's close to the beach and nobody wants to go to Home Depot. Normally contractors go to Home Depot, women and older people go to Lowe's or just convenience, but you get all of that and we're right there. So we get kind of a mix. Nice. Did you choose that spot specifically or was that just the one, the ones that was available? Um, so like, you know, the laws for the cannabis industry, obviously my business is more cannabis industry related and centered, you know, I mean, not many people are going to be doing much indoor growing and or this specific niche of growing as for the cannabis industry, you know, I mean, you're not going to get a $300 tomato or whatever yes. $300 of an ounce for a tomato versus whatever, especially if you're looking at it in that sense for medicine or whatever the niche is. But anyhow, to get back to the, your question, um, it was close to the beach. I uh, kept kind of gravitating towards it. My wife's okay. a big TJ Maxx and Marshall's and home goods shopper. And I see how busy that area is. I go to Lowe's all the time. It was just, you know, really close. We had looked at um, another area, General Booth, closer to the Dam Neck base, um, which is funny is there's another grocery store there now, but my whole thing there was the loading dock sucked. Everything was going to have to be loaded through the front door. Um, okay, the back, yeah. The back door had about six or seven steps. And with our business, it's a lot of dirt and soil. And I mean, that's one of my biggest problems right now is just inventory receiving. And especially when you have a pallet of dirt and it looks like someone blindly loaded it onto a pallet because my door is big enough for a pallet. But mm-hmm. if you do it wrong, then you got to get everybody out there and unload the pallet. It's just a lot of labor. It's time consuming, not much less a pain in the butt, moving a bunch of dirt back and forth all the time. I Man, bet. It's- well, let's, let's back up a tiny bit. What yeah. is a Grow Depot? Okay, so Grow Depot, we sell um, all your hydroponic lights and soil growing needs. Okay. So um, whether it is, you know, more centered on the cannabis industry. We also do sell to people that do orchids, um, indoor mushroom growing, or just any kind of indoor growing or indoor greenhouse grows. Because a lot of people are doing micro greens, especially now with 
the boom of uh, this etiquette chef everything yeah. you know you have like your really nice side dishes and you know they're trimming the greens right there off the trays and putting them into the dip you know into the pan right there so a la carte when they're making stuff for you especially at these high-end restaurants well they're getting stuff from stores like myself okay so do you sell the seeds and everything too the whole process or is it just the equipment just uh just the picks and the shovels right now so, okay you know i've been trying to get seeds from a lot of different companies for even just heirloom tomatoes and everything else but i tell you what covid has made everything very difficult interesting you know yeah i, mean, I was overseas i do security work on the side mm -hmm. also and i was overseas when covid got really bad and on the american flag uh Maersk vessels that come into Norfolk they're usually on like a 30-day run or something as they go over um and get through the Suez Canal and it was turning into you know 50 60 days waiting on containers because you know they were what you know a 6,000 container vessel and they didn't want to sail all the way back with all that fuel with mm -hmm. all the containers and all the commodities Oh yeah, that's that's a, everybody's been hearing about the whole supply chain issue and all the 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 shipping containers off the west coast just floating around out there. But yeah. uh, so, what made you want to open up a store like Grow Depot? So, with doing the security work, um, I was working a unfavorable uh, deployment and was stuck in kind of precarious situation for a long time and your your brain starts playing with you when you're out there so long you have no internet you know i mean you know you're like oh man this sucks what am i going to do better and you're always coming up with stuff so i have some real estate uh investments and was into real estate but when i came back from uh that deployment it was a seller's market for real estate and uh -huh. I started to get my outdoor garden ready because every year I do like a organic garden outdoor with some uh, tomatoes, you know, squash, zucchini, whatever I can kind of fit and find, um, you know, I guess. And I went to one of the local indoor grow shops because he has a lot of the better nutrients and better stuff and i heard yeah. him talking about the law changing because i was overseas with no internet or news or anything i couldn't keep up with this and i heard him talking to another customer and you know just like silent silent deadly i guess my way of doing things you know i go check out and i'm driving home and i'm like shit you know because his is all the way down in norfolk almost Mm -hmm. I live at the oceanfront. I was like, man, this is about to go legal July 1st with, you know, four plants per household. You can have up to a certain amount per person, all these. And I, you know, and I was like, well, this is an industry for a grower. This is a growing yeah. industry that they're making. And there's no large scale store at the beach, nor is there very much of a large scale store in the area. We started looking into it. Um, the original Grow Depot was bought out by a very large scale grow store called Grow Generation. Um, and they dissolved the name, dissolved the trademark, which we've scooped up. Okay. Uh, you know, so we've scooped up all those trademarks and scooped up all that. That was dissolved. And, you know, as 
the Grow Depot name being Depot, we are still scaling into the size of kind of being a one-stop grow shop. Um, because originally we tried to be more of like that one-stop grow shop. Mm -hmm. um, but we just, with the investors and how the business was set up, it's hard to have everything. I mean, yeah. with with retail and shipping and everything, I mean, we have, for instance, I've got to do some orders today. I think I've got to deal with five or six different distributors. Yesterday, I did a few orders. And I mean, my day, it, the business buy-in, that buy-in, retail buy-in is a pain in the butt. You're spending all the time on the phone time on the internet, building your cart, looking at your inventory, no matter how robust or minuscule or easy your posi system is or whatever your system is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm new at all this too. So every step of the way, I feel like, you know, I'm just like, okay, where did that round hit? Okay. I got to adjust fire a few more meters <laughs> up to the right so I can hit oh, my yeah. target. And then what's the next target, you know? And it's just, it's beating me up, you know, but I mean, I, that's what I get for underestimating uh, <laughs> an endeavor. There you go. Uh, what are you doing to learn? Are you, you uh, just, do you have anybody that's been helping you or are you by yourself on this? Uh, where, where does that look like? So uh, Retail Alliance has been a huge oh. help. So uh, I'm doing a think tank with some other uh, oh, great. For, uh, retail stores, which has been great just to get, um, you know, just the woes and the blood, sweat and tears from other people, um, as well as I'm hitting up a lot of consultants. Okay. I listen to I listen to other podcasts when I have time, which is not much mm -hmm. recently. I also read some books. Um, but actually, the best thing that I have found because of being a new owner and how busy I've been has been just to force myself to get out and be around other business owners and talk because you just get so much insight, just these conversations, you know, and you're like, I really don't want to go to that meet and greet. Mm -hmm. or I don't have time to go to that meet and greet but then you get out and you get these little tidbits of things and you can just start putting into your cookie jar like you know that you're going to end up using later you know excellent I, mean, I forced myself to go to a Christmas party with my run club and I talk to this one guy all the time because we're old and we're at the back and we talk when we run but I went to the Christmas party and as soon as we had a couple beers and started talking about business he told me something that you know I was just like Oh my gosh, when you put it that simply, you know, it's, you know, because you're just so focused all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. It's hard to take those horse blinders off and get that 3,000, 30,000 foot view, you know. Excellent. All right. So you've been, how long have you been open now? Since October 9th. Okay. So what has been some highlights uh, of, of being open and running your own business? Oh my gosh. Uh, this is a very interesting industry. Yeah. So uh, if you look at, you know, a wine winery or another, dis, you know, uh, let's look at uh, craft beers. Mm -hmm. So the craft beer industry is similar. If you think about it, hops is part of the cannabis family, I guess you could say, you know, so the craft beer industry, everyone's very friendly. They're helpful. I mean, like, 
my lawyer and one of my CPAs, he does almost all some of these uh, craft beer places. Yeah. You don't have that in this industry because it's been a black market mm -hmm. until last year. So now I'm having to pull on advice and craft and or trade uh, you know trade consultants and 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 everything because I'm more of the integrator and the business person I don't know a lot about all this industry there is a lot to learn about it oh I bet but you have this industry that's been running on the the black market side on the you know go into the store I mean COVID was the best thing for that industry because People were going in there with masks and sunglasses to buy all their growing needs and <laughs> come home because they're not growing tomatoes. Yeah. You know I mean? So, and I mean, so it's just a very interesting. So it's almost like I tell some of the people that are going into this when I do consulting with them is I feel sometimes a lot of the people that are caught up in the sensationalism in this business because there is going to be a ton of money to be made whether it's on whatever front is it's like that sensationalism being whether it's like to get on the train with this or get in front of the train you got to be careful because it's almost like they're doing a left-handed handshake with you so they can have their knife ready to get you yeah. on their right hand you know what kind of a uh, reaction have you gotten from uh the community and uh some of your customers or just people that you've told that you have this grow shop and grow depot what, what are people saying to you amazing yeah oh yeah so i kept that aspect of my life separate mm -hmm. um you know and i have my facebook isn't even in my real name or anything so i was involved in this industry um due to ailments uh and veteran friends uh you know i had a friend that had lou gehrig's disease amyotrophic sclerosis als my mom has mls uh or ms um i've got friends that have epilepsy and um, all kinds of stuff i've got all kinds of problems and i just saw the application of you know, whether it be CBD, THC, whatever it is. And I saw how it helped, especially um, watching my friend uh, with ALS go through the progression of how fast that disease attacks you. And then what was going on with all his pharmaceuticals. And then just, I mean, it was just night and day when he would, you know, whether it was smoke, eat edible versus his pharmaceuticals. Um, you know, and I was just like, wow, you know, this guy's brain and everything functions right, but his body doesn't. And he just wants to enjoy his last few days on earth. But, you know, the stuff that he's not able to take is helping him the most. Yeah, there's some powerful applications to it. Yeah, you know, and I mean, the pharmaceutical side of things is really controlling things. So that's what's going to be interesting here in the state of Virginia, which last week they voted against moving the recreational sales forward so originally yeah. with this uh with this model the um sales were supposed to start happening in 2024 they pushed it to 2023 and then they were trying to push it to you know to this year to do retail recreational sales um they the house republicans voted it's been voted down 
which is advantageous for me because if they start opening more recreational sales places, people that have the money to just go buy their product mm -hmm. would not take the time or the money to grow in their house when they can. Uh, that makes sense. So are we I'm still not, on track for 2023 for retail I'm not, sales? I'm not sure. I have a feeling that they will probably try to push it till next year. Um, but they're making this giant black market in this, this wholesale market. Yeah. You no, know? because I mean, the longer they wait, the more the stigma erodes, which is great. That, mm -hmm. That's what we do need is the stigma to erode, you know, because I mean, honestly, alcohol is way worse than marijuana and marijuana is not a gateway drug. So, you know, whatever. So, I mean, like I have my white-headed conservative side of my family that's out back in Texas, Louisiana, all those areas. <laughs> I'm not happy with what I'm doing, but you know what? We've been busy. You yeah. know, I can barely keep stuff on the floor in the shop. People here in Virginia are very excited about this. The elderly and veteran community, I highly underestimated how yeah. that market is going to be. I mean, our original business model was to hit on that a little bit, but like you said, how I come out about this, I kept that separate. And then um, Karen Hustleby put a big thing on uh, LinkedIn about me, and then it was all about everybody. You know, so, <laughs> and it was well taken. You know, That's great. I, you know, and it was well taken, and a lot of people were have either been using or interested in using or have changed their mind because the stigma has eroded about it. That's great. Well, where do you guys see yourself in about five years? Where do you hope to be? Uh, you know, we have yet to get our, even our IT side fully working up. Okay. So, um, you know, I'd like to get that stage one, stage two, WooCommerce, stage three would be looking into franchise out nice. some other places. I mean, honestly, right now with all the work I'm doing, if I could train someone to do my job and then I could sit somewhere and have a beer and do nothing, it would be great. That's the dream. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're actually running out of time. This is going... Maybe not in five years, though. Maybe not in five years. Yeah, but hopefully soon, though. <laughs> well, we're running out of time. So people can find you near near the ocean from Virginia Beach. Uh, what about, do they have a website? Where can they get, where can they find more about info about you? Yeah, so we're on Instagram. Uh, it's Grow Depot. And we're also on Facebook, Grow Depot. And uh, we have, uh, there's a few Grow Depots out there. So you look for the one. It's a green round icon. It says the place to go when you need stuff to grow. Um, I like that. <laughs> at www.growdepot757.com. You Perfect. can call the store at 757-937-1504. Our hours are Monday through Saturday, 10 o'clock until 7 o'clock. And Sunday, we're open from 11 till 5. So we are one of the very few grow stores that are open seven days a week 
And we were looking at that model of scale at times and open. It's really hard to tell because, I mean, I was open yesterday. It was a Monday and I had over $3,000 in sales, you know, on a Monday. So it's just hard to figure out when. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part of it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Adam, for being on the show. It was great talking to you and learning a little bit about Grow Depot and everything that you do. Okay. Thanks. Nice talking to you, Joey. Appreciate all y'all's work. Yeah. All right. You've been listening to the Retail List podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast, or you can search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Joey Morgan. Thanks for listening.